Hey, my name is Remy Casimir, and the last thing that I prayed for is peace. Inner peace. Hey guys, this is a new intro. Welcome to Pray For Us. <laughs> it's a podcast about religion. We're your hosts. JC and Jess. Hello. Okay, great. Going well. Uh, we're two former co-workers and current millennial Jews based in Los Angeles, unfortunately. Today we're interviewing comedian, actor, and host of the podcast, How Come, Remy Casimir. Hi, Remy. Hello. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for being here. We're psyched to have you. You have like a full-on pop star mic. This one was my first because I actually, most of my first podcasting equipment, my friend, it was just like his second set that he like wasn't using and I've been using it ever <laughs> since. I'm impressed. I feel like using the stand-up mic definitely gives you, like stand-up comedian mic, like a handheld mic, gives you more energy for the podcast. Well, I also like to like move it around yeah. with me, you know, like yeah. I feel like a lot of people, if they have like a stationary, like I do a lot of like throwing my head back and laughing and like. Likewise, I'm a big a shoulder laugher. Yeah. Like I'm always like <laughs> yeah. a big shoulder mover. So we're coming off of a hiatus. We're a little rusty. So bear with us. But <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to call it out. I want to be transparent with you and with our, our audience. Hopefully we can can lube up the old greasy exactly. wheels. <laughs> the old greasy lockers. Oh my God, kill me. Oh, kill okay. me. Kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing myself out the window. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So this is a podcast about religion, even though we talk about a bunch of other shit. But how would you describe your relationship with religion today? I'm a reformed Jew and so like very culturally Jewish. But I also like, I feel I'm like very spiritual. Mm. Like I don't like believe in like God per se, but I like believe in the universe. And like, I'm really into like seeing numbers and signs places like. 666. Oh man. I need to walk that back. 1111. 666 <laughs> is not the good one. But um, yeah, 1111 and like 222. Like I had my first orgasm on 222 and I'm always like. Oh, so like that magical. was like yesterday. I was thinking, because you know how Kylie Jenner just had her child on 2 2 My anniversary will be 2 this year. So is it a one-year anniversary or like a two-year anniversary? Four-year. Four so Four years coming. Thank you. Because you famously didn't come until you were, what, 28, 29? Yeah, that's my whole thing. Yeah. Is I, uh, that's your brand. I started my podcast. <laughs> that's my brand. Um, couldn't come now does, but yeah, I started my podcast. How come? Haha, because I couldn't, and um, I really wanted to learn how. And I was like, how should I do this? Oh, podcasting. And the way that it was organized in the beginning was everybody who had to who came on had to give me an assignment of something that I would do that would hopefully make me come before the next episode and um i did it i did it mad early you did it mad yeah. early. <laughs> yeah late in one respect i did not early. mean to blow my load that quickly yeah wait what was the thing that finally put you over the edge clitoral suction toy mm. if anybody if you guys haven't used them it's like a tiny little blow job for your clit which is like all you could ever want because <laughs> 
same embryonic tissue, penises and clitori. Clitori. I love it. It's like such a beautiful name, honestly. Like if it wasn't what it meant, it would be. A- <laughs> clitori sounds like a little army, like a little <laughs> dazzling army. Like where's the clitori? Do you typically have like a special ritual or anniversary party party on 222? Like what's the vibe? No, like this is the first year I'm actually celebrating it because we had a companion call and that's what we call our listeners. And um, we'll have these like congratulations stories when they achieve their first orgasms using like the same assignments from the podcast, which is like the most exciting thing that has come out. That is of very this awesome. Podcast, is like other people following suit. Um, and this one woman was telling me how her friends threw her a congratulations party. And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't even throw one for myself in the beginning because it was still mm-hmm. so taboo. Like even though I had like this podcast, like I just felt weird, like celebrating it in such like a and big way. COVID and, and yeah, sh- and then COVID and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but it was after like the lockdowns that she told me this story and I was like, I should have one. So I'm throwing a stand-up show for it with like a bunch of our former guests and we're all going to do stand-up and like talk about our first come. Oh, amazing. I just actually, that's yeah. a stupid story, but you know, do you do like the, um, Super Bowl like square boxes things? Like I don't do. I have, d- I did it once and I won. Me too. Wait, what is that? Amazing. So it's like a way to bet on Super Bowl. Is it a website? <laughs> Are we that making sense? Not, just? Not, it's, like a, a it's a grid and it randomly like <laughs> assigns um, scores to different boxes that are randomly again yeah, paired so with it's numbers. Like, horizontally says one through nine and then vertically says one through nine. So like if one box is like one, one, it's like the score is one, one or something like that. So you bet on specific scores, but you don't know what score you're betting on until the day of. So you just pick a random number essentially and you throw in $25 and then like you might win $500, which is literally what happened. Amazing. (laughs) And it was like so kismet because this was probably three years ago, but the day before the Super Bowl. I went actually to a stand-up show and my car got towed downtown LA God, and I had oh. to pay $450 to recover That's it. That's a lot. And then the next no. fucking day, yeah, because it was from a private lot. And the next fucking but day, But then the universe was like, mm-hmm. here you go. That's amazing. God is real. You heard it here first oh on this my podcast. God. God and numbers. <laughs> yes. That is why there's a book called Numbers. <laughs> Famously, the book numbers, um, or is that you know the book numbers in the Bible, oh. <laughs> like this, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, numbers. Is that on, is guys. that Old Testament? Or that's new. Oh my god, that's See, Old this, Testament. That's Old Testament. I guess baby. we forgot to mention that this is also a learning thing, and we us. are like, yeah. we don't oh, know I just anything. You something. We want you to mm-hmm. tell us things. Stick with me. I'll tell you about the Maccabees. <laughs> we love the Maccabees. <laughs> Who doesn't love the Maccabees? I can think of a few people. The Philistines. The Philistines. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Goliath, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that's hilarious. What, where did you grow up? In New York. In Upper East Side. Upper East Side. Okay, yeah. Gossip girl life. Yeah. Which yes, private school did you go to? I went to Riverdale. Stop. I was just with a friend. And we'll edit this out because no one gives a shit. But I was just with a friend last week who went to Riverdale. I have an episode of How Come that's like, it's not how Jewish. It's called a double mitzvah, but it's basically like Judaism and sex. 
And in that episode, we name people by first and last name, which I don't do on any other episode. But when it comes to Jewish geography, I was like, let's go. Ryan Goldschmidt, do you know him? Wait, what was... He's expecting a baby. Wait, what was that? What was your like big takeaway from that episode about Judaism and sex? Um, Giving somebody an orgasm, specifically a man giving a woman an orgasm is considered a mitzvah. Absolutely. Pay it forward. And doing on Shabbat, on Shabbat is a double mitzvah because doing somebody a good deed on a good deed day. I love looking at it that way. I never thought Mm -hmm. about it like that. Do you know, like, Mm -hmm. we've sort of tried to figure this out before, but we haven't really tried that hard. What does, like, the Bible say about sex? Do you know? I mean, I know you're not an expert. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm definitely not a Judaism (laughs) scholar. Um, But I, my my most Jewish thing about me is that I'm always asking questions. Um, And usually I'll learn from people who know more. Yes, that's me. the youngest I get to read the four questions. I know that men are supposed to have sex with the women and their like their wives anytime the wife wants. Like it's like you're supposed to pleasure her. Which I'm like, I didn't know that that was in any either. You know, or like any religious text. Um I've asked I asked my rabbi on my birthright trip what Jews think about homosexuality and Mm -hmm. trans issues and stuff and he was a little skittish about Mm -hmm. it um but in my reformed experience everyone's been pretty cool I just don't know what the bible says says. that's okay that's a pretty sad I'm satisfied with that answer it makes a lot of sense to me (laughs) my big takeaway from that is I feel like a woman was probably like whispering in a man's ear, like whatever rabbi was writing like the Torah, she was probably like, put something in about pleasuring women. Like, I really think mm-hmm. there are a lot of like silent female voices. It's like a simp mm-hmm. rabbi. A hundred percent. For sure. Yeah. That's the only logical explanation for that. When I went to Sweden, I went to this museum called like the Vasa Museum. And it's like this big ship that was constructed. And at the Vasa Museum, they have a room that is like a big ship, like this big, massive thing. And then a room off it that is like very little. And it's like dedicated to the women of the Vasa. And it's like, hey, so we know that women definitely contributed and like worked on this thing. We don't know the extent because all the history was written by men. Mm. But like this room is here just so you know that we know and that like we're looking into it. (laughs) Appreciate the acknowledgement. Like Isn't that nice though? More places should Just do the acknowledgement. That. Yeah. Similar but different. I was recently at the newly opened Academy Museum in LA. Oh, you got to go. Uh-huh. I want to go. Oh, I was going to go the last time I you went. You definitely should go. How was it's it? It's cool. It definitely, yeah. like, if you're into movies or famous people, then mm-hmm. definitely recommend. <laughs> but there is like, this huge like note on the brochure and like all of these like acknowledgements that like this is this museum is basically on stolen land which and they have Mm. a lot of like filmmakers and creators represented from different backgrounds which is great but apparently the big controversy is there are no jews recognized or featured in any of the exhibits Oh, what? How is that even possible? I know what do you mean? And apparently we run the media I guess not 
I guess not the Academy. I have heard well, they're going to correct no. it, but I don't know. New target acquired. <laughs> <laughs> going to point my lasers straight at the Academy. <laughs> yeah, so chew on that, you guys. But but that was also what, I mean, what Jessica <laughs> and I would always say about the company that we used to work for, is that <laughs> there's a reason why they handled money so poorly and that why they drove themselves into the ground. Anyway, um... <laughs> What did your family think of the subject of your podcast? Like, did you come from a very, like, sexually open family or was it not like that? Yes. Everybody was always very encouraging about the idea of sexuality. I didn't necessarily get the best education. Like, the most my mom said about sex ed was, like, sex is supposed to be fun. You know, like, wear Mm -hmm. a condom, like, which is, like, more than a lot of people get. But um, they were always really into the idea of the podcast because my parents both come from medical background. My dad's a doctor, my mom's a nurse. And they're like, oh no, no, this is like really important. Like, like we feel like you're doing like science here. Orgasms, if your listeners don't know about this, they are good for your body. Like they release hormones and they release stress. Yeah. So my parents have always been like, yeah, do the thing. That's great. They were very happy for me. Yeah. Did your parents meet? <laughs> Um, like at a hospital or is it like a coincidence that no, they're both they in the met, field? They met in college. He was like taking his med cats and she was flipping burgers and he was wearing a high actually. And she didn't grow up with a lot of Jews. She was like the one Jew in her town. And she like looked at his necklace and she was like, what's that? He's like, it's a high. And uh, she's like, what is that though? And he's like, my grandmother gave it to me for good luck. I'm taking my cats. Don't make fun <laughs> of me. That's so sweet. She was like, oh my God. That is so sweet. Where is your mom from? (laughs) Massachusetts, like Framingham. Never heard of it, but does sound like a small town with no suburb, no juice. Yeah, and your dad's from New York, Long Island. Long Island. Yeah, my whole family is either (laughs) well, yeah, they're all like Long Island or Bronx or yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like that five for sure. Yeah, my grandmother was from the Bronx. Me too. Both of my grand, well, my one set of grandparents is not Jewish, and one set of grandparents is Jewish, and they're both from the Bronx. Whoa, spicy. Is the other side Italian? Sure are. Hell yeah. Coexist. <laughs> My boyfriend's Italian. I'm like, I was gonna ask. family. So is he, he's full Ital? Like what's the... No, his dad is Italian via Minnesota though. And then oh. his mom is British, celebrates Christmas, but doesn't believe in, you know, anything. But doesn't believe in Jesus. Believes in Christmas. Yeah. Believes in Christmas. Just believes here for in a, a good, good time. <laughs> reason to decorate. And celebrate yeah so is he into your like jewish roots at all does he like do you guys do passover or anything like that if my family is doing passover he'll like come but i've never done passover by my- oh you know what though actually we were locked down with his parents who are what's the word not like anglophile but like jewphile like they they're really <laughs> sympathetic to the jewish people and they both have like a teeny teeny bit of judaism in like from their 23 and me's and they're very proud of it. And um I feel like that changes a person. It, it does. does change oh, yes. your view a little yeah. bit. You feel a little more chosen. <laughs> um well that's because you are. And um <laughs> yeah. They had their best friends, I think like run it not run a synagogue, but run like the food at a synagogue. They dropped off Haganaz for me and matzah. Wait, what's right? that? During a Haggadah? Oh, Haggadah. Yeah, sorry. Haggadah. <laughs> the Haganah is the fucking 
IDF. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I've never eaten that. They just dropped the whole ass army at our house. They dropped the army for me. Yeah. Okay. I have to ask. This is a very personal question. Obviously, obviously your boyfriend is not Jewish. Have you ever had sex with a Jew? I have, I believe. <laughs> I know that I've had. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. And it was not a great experience. Was it on but birthright? No. On birthright, I fell in love with the only non-Jew who had like tricked his way onto the trip and had a girlfriend at home. I can't talk about it. Oh (laughs) no. I actually know a handful of individuals who tricked their way into getting on. A scandal. It's fucked up. And like lied to us the entire time. Like everybody's like fucking crying, talking about their families that like perished during the Holocaust. And you're just like sitting there lying to us about Catholicism. fucked up. It's fucked up. This one girl that I went to college with literally used to wear a cross and then she got onto birthright somehow. And I was like, are you going to take that off for the trip? Like you should. And she was like, oh, my God, like, that's such a good point. I was like, and meanwhile, I couldn't even fucking get on birthright because my name doesn't sound Jewish. So that's insane. Blasphemy. Um, But yeah, so I, I know that I've had sex with a half for sure. And then the one full Jewish person that I had sex with I was intending it to be a one night stand because I didn't really have those mm-hmm. in college. And I was like, I should do one of those. And we hooked up and he goes, he was a British Jew too. He goes, was his name Ben? No. <laughs> you know one? Yeah, I know one. It wasn't okay, him. Wait, what did he say? <laughs> Sorry. He said, Remy, why were you so willing to give yourself to me? Which is the most unhinged thing you can say to a person after you've given yourself to them. Like, what are you talking about? What was your response? I literally was like, oh, this was supposed to be a one night stand. <laughs> like, I was very honest. <laughs> Just put it all it's on the like table. not like they don't have those in <laughs> England. It's like, <laughs> I guess this hot conversation's happening now. Sure. And then after that, did you just swear off Jewish men? No, him and I went on another date. He actually took me to see Jackie Mason. Who Do you guys know who Jackie Mason is? Yep. He's like a... 90 year old Jewish yep, comedian sure we do. were literally the only audience members under 70 it was wild <laughs> I'm actually like is he still alive um I think he recently passed he away. did right yeah, yeah. peace rest in peace rest in peace um where'd you go to college Boston University oh, BU a classic yeah flower bakery yeah at BU there are a lot of Jewish people <laughs> I think I think <laughs> That there are more than other schools around there are accustomed to, but like it's a fifty thousand dollar fifty thousand fifty thousand person under also that's big fifty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. a year. People are still in a lot of debt. I, I I don't remember there being more Jews than I was like accustomed to. I just remember people saying be Jew. I feel like people just like to put on Jew. Like there's a. There's a school. (laughs) They do. There's a school in LA, and I don't know what the real name of it is, but people just call it New Jew, and I'm like, that can't be. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess there's a lot of right. I don't know, but it's not a Jewish school. Jewish C. Jewish Jew and you. It's just you could really use it for any institution. (laughs) (laughs) As a New Yorker, were you a camp girl? Oh my, good question. So um, I famously went to three different sleep boy camps. Um, the first one was basically a Christian sports camp, 
do not ask <laughs> like how, like my brothers went there first. So that's how I became interested in it. But I don't know like where my family decided to do that from. Like <laughs> so, such an interesting choice. Every morning we would say the Lord's prayer, which I still know. What, what like, is that's it? That's crazy. What is it? Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Deliver us this day, our daily bread and something, something forgive us our trespasses and those who trespass against us and deliver us not into evil. Amen. And you are supposed to deliver I mean, it like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, with vocal fry. It's basically the mozi. Our father. That's how like you do the, the Jewish word. Our father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. You're dealing with a team full of vocal fryers right now. Just yeah. so. vocal fry. Jess and I famously went on to... Fizzling. <laughs> we went on to a game show. It was like a Zoom game show called... I forgot what it was called. It was like some Jewish-themed thing. Yeah. And all the comments were like, these two have the most horrible voices I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, you can hear more of us, bitch. Go to iTunes.com. <laughs> if you can't get enough, check us out on Spotify. Great review and subscribe, baby. <laughs> I know. I was like, fucking great. Um, okay, so boyfriend. Boyfriend... You're with him. How long is this? Oh, wait, let me tell oh, you about sorry. camp. Oh, God. See, Rusty, <laughs> no, tell me about camp. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So that was my first camp. Then I went to a very like artsy, like middle of nowhere camp because I wanted to do like ballet full time. Mm. That was short lived. And then I went to a very, I never say Jappy, but I'm going to no, use it for this it. instance because I think it's really appropriate. Yes, this is safe because we're all Jews, but don't use it if you're not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I went to a very Jaffe camp. Um, one of the ones that was like known, like, like there were like, there was like folklore about how fancy it was. Like they were like, they've got marbles on their countertops in their bathrooms. <laughs> marble, marble countertops or marbles on the countertops? <laughs> marbles on the countertops. <laughs> camp Vega for girls since 1936. Oh, Camp Vega, of course. Yeah, I heard of I it. That was going to be my second guess. Oh, it's very... Oh, it's a city it's kid very, thing for sure. Like, yeah, maybe one person who wasn't Jewish. Oh yeah, it's a it's a Jew camp for sure. Yeah, um, and I only was there for two years. But do you have any friends from yeah. there still? Like, do you stay in touch? I with do. Them? Yeah. yeah, my best friend. I literally just interviewed her for my podcast. That's again, so great, Vega Gals. Yeah, and you want to hear something weird? Yeah. Um, you know how like when you're in a bunk, you write your name next to your mm -hmm, bed. Mm -hmm. I'm friends with another comedian. And when we met, I was like, did you go to Vega? And she was like, yeah. I was like, were you in Mohegan? And she was like, yeah. I was like, we slept in the same bed. That's so funny because you recognized <laughs> her name. Yeah. I was like, I slept next to your name for a year. That's that happens That happens a lot with camp, I find. It's like, I'll see someone's name and I'll be like, I think I went to camp with that person. And then mm -hmm. it's always it's always true. I see a lot of people in LA who I went to camp with, but I decided I need to stop saying hi to them because they don't remember me. Like, I'm always <laughs> like, oh my God, I remember you, Canyon Creek. And they're like, who are you? And now I'm just like, you know what? This is a private thing for me. I acknowledge that this person went to the same camp as me, but I don't need to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> After your summers at camp, did you ever do like the teen tour thing? I did. I did Weissman teen Wait, tour. Wait, what is that? Who knows? It was like, <laughs> we went to like Mexico, Hawaii, and Catalina. It was like the most <laughs> random fucking tour in the entire world. And like... But you just like travel around? Yeah, you travel around. You don't around. know a teen tour? I know what it is, but I don't know what happens on it. 
you just travel around. They tell you you can spend $8 for lunch every day. People diddle each other in Marriott's with like crumbly ceilings. That's basically it. <laughs> Crazy that you didn't have your or- first orgasm when you were on a teen tour. There, yeah. That's what I would call the opposite of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just remember. So I went to Spain and st- I did like a Spain teen tour, but every other mm-hmm. girl on my trip, it was a huge group of girls that they all went to Vega and mm-hmm. then they went on that teen tour together. And I only went with two friends thinking we'd be able to make friends. And oh, we no did chance. not make friends. Yeah. We made Ooh. no friends. Um <laughs> They actually like unfriended us on Facebook like after we left oh, no. Spain. Oh, like, that's so just savage. So move. clicky. It's all right. I was kind of weird. Yeah, but. it was tough for me to break in even at like 12, 13, because like they'd all been going to camp for so long together. Like I did make some friends, but like it's tough. Tough, tough to integrate. Yeah, it's hard to make friends. It is, yeah. especially as an adult, but that's... That's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make friends. It's hard to come and hard to make Have friends. you found that you've made long-lasting friends from having guests on the podcast or just like from podcasting yeah, in general? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's um, it's a very interesting form of communication because it's like you get full license to ask people questions where I don't know if I was raised this way or something, but like, I just thought asking people questions about themselves was like mm-hmm. rude unless you were given like explicit consent every step <laughs> of the way. And uh, yeah, I love getting to know people like this because it's like an hour of just like really like getting in and like, it's like therapy almost like it is. dual therapy. Yeah. So yeah, I love my, my podcast pals. Wait, did we discuss this already? How many episodes have you done of your show? 157 maybe and you started it's amazing like 2019 18 okay did my whole first two seasons out of my grandmother's house because that's where i was living did your grandma ever join she once um did a mattress ad with me that's that's very sweet yeah she loves to lay (laughs) (laughs) do you still live with your grandmother no she passed away like November 2020 or November 2019, like right before COVID and everything happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's nice to go to school together. Exactly. It was the best like three years ever. Like I'll never get, not I'll never get those years back. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't think that there could have been a better experience than doing that. I think they, we should normalize like, 20 somethings living with their grandparents for a little because by that time grandparents definitely have room in the home if they're in good health and they need company company. and so do 20 somethings i agree so happy i agree yeah i will say the amount of shows that i have been pitched that are that exactly are the number is astronomical really Yes. And the take is never hot. It's just like the take is never there. I mean, you guys, if you want to pitch me something, go ahead. But like, um, no one's nailed it for me. I don't think it should be a show necessarily. I think it should be a real thing. How come it's pretty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Having porn stars come into your grandmother's apartment and then being like, this is Nanny. And she's like, hi, darling. (laughs) That is true. 
Um, speaking of strippers and porn stars and what have mm-hmm. you, you're currently in Portland, which is home of like all the best strip Our clubs. Capital. Yeah. I went to a vegan one right before. I was just going to ask like, what, how, what have your experiences been? Like, what are your faves? I fucking love the strip scene in Portland. Super fun. I think it was called like devil's den and it was vegan. And there was a girl who danced for my boyfriend. And I were sitting like right ne- next to, and, uh, she had a diamond butt plug in. Was it Vincent? Was it real have you diamonds? Ever seen that? No, like, it's like, like a, a diamond. sparkly oh. jewel. Oh. Like, you know, like pretty, pretty princess type of stuff, but like stuck to the end of a butt plug. So like she'd like turn around and we'd be like, what is, ah, yeah, <laughs> the diamond in your butt. There's, I follow a few strippers from Portland and they like always come up on my feed. Obviously my boyfriend's always oh, like, why are you, why do you love those girls? I'm like, I love I them. Love them. Yeah. <laughs> These are my friends. What do you mean? I want to mm-hmm. be them. I like almost Venmo them like. I never actually do it, but I always think about it. They're probably making good someday. money. I know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, they are. But they should make they more. They should be. Yeah. How much of ML me? Sex work makes the world That's go true. around. Whenever yeah. people don't respect it, I'm like, then you fuck these people that don't get fucked yeah, otherwise. That's a good point. It's a job. It actually does. It like keeps the whole world together. Not that we're super together, yeah. but um, we're barely hanging on. But it is the glue. Yeah. If you'd like to like help somebody come instead of letting them like scream and like blow a gasket, like you're contributing. Have you found that a lot of people are really sexually repressed? I mean, I feel like that's probably not the type of people you're having on your show, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, most of the people come from places of sexual repression. That's how it normally goes, I think, is for like the pendulum to swing one way to the other. I don't think I was like so repressed, but I think growing up in like a puritanical, patriarchal, like largely Christian society like America, like you get told very specific views about sex, Mm -hmm. you know, that like women only do it to please men or whatever, you know, like the gender binary is binary and people ask one way if they're a girl and one way if they're a boy. And if you're a boy, you want sex. And if you're a girl, you want love Mm -hmm. or whatever. And like, I, the way that I learned about sex was like, yeah, like you do that so that like he can get off and then like, he'll like you, you know, instead of like, I think good sex ed, instead of them here, this is how you use a condom not to have a baby. It should be like, this is how you self-pleasure. You'll never have a baby that way. (laughs) You know, you'll never get an STD. Like you'll be good. And they didn't, they just didn't say it. I don't think I ever even had like real sex ed. Like, I really, I don't think so. Like, I remember having health class and like no one ever gave us condoms or like gave us condom lessons. I think people were just like, don't have sex and then you won't get pregnant. We had sex Mm. ed. We had condom lessons. I don't know if we had condom lessons. We definitely had sex ed like many, like for multiple years. But I remember them splitting up the boys and the girls. And I think it would be interesting Mm. if they kept everyone together. (laughs) I think it would have been a more fruitful experience. Well, so what was interesting, this wasn't my first sex ed class, but the one that we had where it was like put the the condom on a penis or banana mm-hmm. day, um, they gave us multicolored condoms after we learned. And then me and the guy I had just been hooking up with went <laughs> home and tried to have sex. Like that was like my first time trying to have sex. And I was like, well, we have condoms. Like, let's go throw this, slap this <laughs> banana on. Like, <laughs> 
That's like exactly what they did not want to have. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oops, opposite effect. You stick it to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we were like, oh, we never really thought about having okay, sex. <laughs> this is This is illuminating now that we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Did either one of you or do either one of you remember when Oprah like fully made up rainbow parties? What? And like told. I remember rainbow parties being a thing. I don't remember Oprah making it up. Well, the story goes, she brought it up on her show. And then like everyone's parents like freaked out and thought that their teenage child was having rainbow parties. And I remember. What's a rainbow party? And I just. Jessica. It's when girls wear different color lipsticks to a party and then they blow a bunch of guys and the guy try to achieve a rainbow with the lipsticks. And it's Which just like, like not a thing. It's just it's not a thing and it's not feasible. Like unless every girl was like, ah, I stop at five centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> And then they just like stay there. Like what? Also, they don't really sell like yellow or green lipstick. It's really just shades of red and pink. But well, they do now. But ba- they certainly they did didn't in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, maybe Hot Topic, maybe mm-hmm. Pack Sun. Who knows? Not PacSun. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So what? Sorry, what were you saying about Oprah? How did Oprah make it up? She just. I well, like, I don't think it? anyone had heard about it before she brought it into our. She lives. put it on the map. So it was kind of just like her spreading shit. Propaganda. Interesting. Pushing her own fucking agenda. So rude. (laughs) Her (laughs) O-agenda. Should we play our game, JC? Oh my God, already? I mean, like we can. Might as well. Do you want to play a game, Remy? Yeah, I'd love to play a game. Okay, fuck yeah. All right. So you might know this game. (laughs) You know it. It's called Fuck, Marry, Kill. We made it up. We didn't. (laughs) Um, Do you want to... Take the lead, Jess? Yeah, so in case anyone doesn't know the rules, you decide if three people who you want to fuck, marry, or kill. <laughs> in case anyone doesn't know the rules, are you out of your goddamn mind? Okay, okay so here, first uh, round of people. The Pope, the current one. Jude Law as the young Pope, or Olivia Pope from Scandal. And Olivia Pope from Scandal. I think I, I have to marry Olivia Pope from okay. Scandal. She would she's help me with my scandals and she's also so hot and I would have to bang Jude Law as the young Pope and then Pope you've had a good run it's time to go they just make another one happen so it's fine current Pope yeah replaceable yeah. ready for some white smoke Pope <laughs> they're pretty recyclable <laughs> no offense to uh what's his name like Francisco I don't know how to, I, I know who the second person is, Jess, but I don't know how to say her last name because I don't want I actually don't really know how to say her last name. Either. Okay, well, we're just going to go for it. Second one, three people. Here we go. Mother Teresa. Don't know mm-hmm. what she looks like, but I've seen some paintings, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Teresa Guidice. Judice. 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 She, te- she really doesn't know how to say her last <laughs> is name. Is that true? Yeah, okay. she keeps switching it From up. Real Houses of New Jersey. And the, it was initially yeah. Judice, and then, like, the Italians came for her, and they were like, it's Judice, and she's like, it's Judice. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one is Andy Cohen. So we got Mother Teresa, Teresa Judice, and Andy Cohen. <laughs> um, I'm going to kill Teresa Judice oh. because, I don't know, I don't really need... Ugh, no, I can't kill her. She's got so many daughters. Oh, that's a good point. Gia, Gia had a glow up. She did. Yeah. Um, really, she just grew up. I can't wait for her her concert tour. <laughs> Waking up in the morning. Up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have to I have to keep 
Teresa Giudice. I'm going to marry her. Okay. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to keep her around so much when I marry her. Um, I'm going to kill Mother Teresa because she's homophobic. Look it up. And I'm going to bang Andy Cohen because I would love to be the only, the only it woman. Bad. Only woman know, for Andy. To do it. No notes. That was, that was perfect. That was wonderful. I didn't know Mother Teresa was homophobic. Literally everyone from the Bible is homophobic. <laughs> She's not in the Bible. Mother Teresa is not in the Bible. <laughs> Do you know who Mother Teresa is? <laughs> oh, I'm getting confused with the Virgin Mary. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Wait, Loki, who is Mother Teresa? <laughs> <laughs> she is known for her philanthropy and helping starving children you guys like i literally thought mother Teresa was like a fable (laughs) nope she's a real she was a real person i'm pretty sure she died like oh is her last name like nazareth nazareth (laughs) like where jesus is from oh my god we're really showing all of our cards we don't know what the fuck we're talking about (laughs) jesus so mother Teresa. let's see she's gotta have a last name she died 1997 get the fuck out of here she was a saint yeah she oh I know her, I know her face I've seen it like on she was not a saint she was honored oh. in the Catholic Church as Saint Teresa. oh her last name is unpronounceable yeah we're not even gonna attempt <laughs> her whole entire name is unpronounceable that was uh, illuminating really Jacks you Bojashu Bojashu Bojack Horseman Mother Teresa Bojack Horseman <laughs> Bojack Teresa. <laughs> I would marry Bojack, honestly, in all his glory. Mm, I could fix him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next next round. Joel Osteen, Judy Gemstone from The Righteous Gemstones, and L. Ron Hubbard Mm. from Scientology. Oh, God. (laughs) From from Scientology. (laughs) What does Judy Gemstone look like? I guess I'm marrying her because I want to keep her around. I don't want to keep anybody else around, right? She's played by Edie Patterson, who you may know from. horrible. Uh, the character is the horrible. Pretty but horrible. You'd have a yeah. you'd have a laugh for sure. Hey. I think you'd be like buddy buddy mm-hmm. with her. Actually, like I think okay, she's then really I'll funny. Marry her. Yeah, then go I'll ahead. Marry her. Okay, then it was Elron and who else? Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. I guess I have to fuck Joel Osteen because yeah. that'd be interesting. <laughs> like just to know. I feel like he'd cry. Yeah. He'd cry together. Yeah, and then he could make like an infomercial about me. <laughs> Joel Osteen also oh, he's has not a bad looking. He's not. He has a podcast that's called like Prayers with Us or something. So like sometimes if you Google our podcast, like Joel Osteen comes up. Hopefully his that's his amazing. fans are listening. Yes. Hello, J- Joel fan. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then I have to kill Alron. I think he's abusive. He was a murderer. He so, is. Yeah. We gotta kill him. That that's like yeah. there's no question about that. Like and yeah. he also is dead, so let's just fucking yeah. double double kill that motherfucker. Double down, double jeopardy. Um I'm skipping one and going right to the one go that for it. needs to be addressed immediately. Okay. Here we go. Here are your three. Rue from Euphoria. Mm. Che Diaz <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Oh fuck. Okay, I have to fuck Che Diaz. That's the only answer. <laughs> I have to. Like, Che Diaz made Miranda leave her husband for their finger. Like, one Crazy. finger from Che. 
I don't know, man. I'm craving me some tea. <laughs> I, that plays in a loop in my fucking head. Like, there's something wrong with me. Like, also, Che is a narcissist comedian, which I don't know if you've ever fucked a narcissist comedian, but they feel the need to pleasure you because they're used to getting applause, <laughs> you know? Like, it's a poor reflection on them if you're it's not happy. So they'll prophecy. just keep trying and trying. Yeah, exactly. I died that Che was, like, so taken aback of, of about hearing an adult cheats on their spouse as a comedian. They were like, oh, cheating? Like, I would well, never cheat. It's like, I will say, that was the one moment that I felt sympathetic for Che because I was like, at least Che puts it out all on the table. Um, and like Miranda, like listens to the podcast, like she yeah. knows that they're poly and that like, like why also, if she's listening to the podcast, would she not ask Steve for an open relationship or something and be like, let's try something different instead of just like shattering his heart. It was handled like, Can so you poorly. hear me? You're deaf. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I crazy. I watch and just like that, but I did Google who is Che Diaz because it was like showing up on like all of my news feeds. I was like, <laughs> who is this person? And I might watch the show now, but no, like definitely don't, but like do also. I have highlights. I made highlights of my um, recaps of every episode so that people don't have to actually watch Thank the episodes. You. you can just watch my little highlights. Okay. Yes, I think you'll enjoy. That's actually awesome. That That's is great. Really, we need I that. I couldn't not do it. It was literally like the best bad TV in the world. Sam, I was full addicted. So addicted. Does your boyfriend watch that with you? If he's in the if he's around, he'll, yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you not? No. Like, it's just mine, such like, a brain wreck. My boyfriend was like, Thursday nights, like, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, he was just as into yeah. it as I was. Yeah. My boyfriend also got me into Below Deck. So, like, that's what we're working <laughs> with over here. <laughs> it's going to last forever, that relationship. How'd you guys meet? It's going to last forever. Um, okay, wait. This is actually one of my favorite stories in the world. So, I had a crush on this comedian since I was dating my ex-boyfriend. I'd seen him perform a few times. And then the second I broke up with my ex, I was like, I'm going to go try and fuck that guy. And I went to this show that my friend was running and the guy was supposed to be on and that guy never showed up, but my boyfriend was hosting and I was like, I'm in love with him now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. And then my friend introduced us and I was just like, wait, can I, can we, who's your boyfriend? His name is Ben DeMarco. He's so shout cute. out to Ben. I and look at ben. now you're in Portland house sitting for his parents. Ben's You're really that. doing it. Do I know. Ben That's yeah. amazing. We love love a comedian relationship. Six years later, comic yeah. love. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're like hooking up with a new guy and you try to like show your friend and oh. you're like, wait, I swear there's a better picture. He doesn't like, look that's like his guy entire in <laughs> But also, men do not take good pictures. Like no, no, and they don't post like good. Sh- like all of his shit is so weird. But it's okay because he's funny. <laughs> I do want to know, are are you fucking or are you killing Joe Rogan? Well, she, well, she's already oh, fucking Che, okay. so. No, I'm, I'm fucking Che, right. And then who was the first person? Oh, it was person? Rue. Ugh. Rue. Oh, no. Who really is Zendaya, <laughs> so keep that in mind. I know. So I want to marry Rue because of Zendaya, but I also, they're in high school, Rue. And That's I true. And I want to marry somebody in high school. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to marry Joe Rogan and I'm going to be the little feminist in his ear that makes him see things my way. And um, you can also just like, like rob him blind also. I could rob him blind, but I think we could use his power Mm -hmm. for good. And I I think I could, I could make him understand some things and then he could disseminate that advice to his little listeners. Minions. And then, and then everything will be okay because of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You just, you're iconic for that. that You are a master. (laughs) You just save, you just save the world. You just save the world. One swoop. Remy, thank you so much. We did it. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. This flew by. I love when like time just flies by and now it's like close to dinner. It's just amazing. This was so Before we go, can you let everyone know where they can find your podcast and where they can find you on Instagram and all that stuff? Yes, everyone, please come find me on the internet. That's where I live. Um, No, you can find me (laughs) on Instagram at Remy Casimir. I also have a Facebook and a Twitter. And a TikTok. Ooh, Ooh. so fun. Um, The podcast is How Come Podcast on all those platforms. Um, If you want to hear about live shows, howcomepodcast.com or stand-up shows, remycasimir.com. And we have a bunch of merch on the How Come website, which is Disney-themed, but like we call it the Disney collection. Love that. Mm. So if you like princesses and come target audience yeah i'm surprised you haven't gotten sued yet but me too me too i think that's a very good idea though well it's like technically parody right so you can just like it is parody yeah Yeah. and none of them are like official images i don't think like we've altered all of them you know what you're doing this podcast has been mastered and mixed by the one and only josh fisher we love you josh